Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best and help you live your dream and experience your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within. I'm Cindy Stewart. I'm your host today, and we have a special guest guest with us, Ruth Hendrickson. Uh, She is amazing. Her and I have been away at a conference, a pastor's conference in Denver, and we have had some incredible insight, and we've also had a lot of fun, too. So welcome, Ruth. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm glad to be joining you for this time. And for everyone listening, I just want to say hi and uh, stay tuned in. I think we're going to have a great time together. I think so, too. Now, we're in a hotel room, so my uh, podcast isn't going to sound like it normally does. It may have a little echo or something, but just press on in because I know what we're going to talk about today and what Ruth's going to share can really make a difference in your ability to go forward, uh, to really live your dream and to discover, you know, what's that next step for me. So Ruth, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. Um, So I have been both in the corporate world and also in the ministry arena my whole life. You know, it it started out in corporate and then it switched over to ministry. And I've just, what, what I really love to do is to see people really, the light come on and for them to begin to take steps into who they're created to be, because all of us have value. All of us are created with a purpose. All of us have something that only we can do because of just the way our experiences come together and the way God created us to be. And and as all those components come together and we get rid of our insecurities and and our I can't do this and you know this this stuff that we've accumulated through years, that baggage that we're pulling along, you know, it just holds us back. And so I just love to see people getting rid of that stuff and grabbing onto who they were created to be. I do too. And I know I've been through that process Mm -hmm. of of really moving out of the corporate world, moving more into uh, just taking some time off and spending with my kids and then really trying to decide what is my next step. And I've had to go through some things of I'm not sure I'm equipped to do that, but I'm passionate about it and, and feeling that Somebody else, I'm sure, is better at it. And having that really healing of my emotions and my thought process so I'm able to move forward. So let me just ask you something. I know you're transitioning. You've been in a transition for about a year now. Right. From moving from a full-time position Mm -hmm. into launching really your own uh, company. Right. And helping people and doing classes and that type of thing. So tell me a little bit about your transition and maybe one or two of the things that you had to overcome in this transition. Okay. So, yeah, I had a really secure full-time job. I had full benefits, you know, all that, all that good stuff. And, and um, I, I realized with the amount of hours I was working and, and that kind of, the season had ended there. I, I mean, I think we all know when we go through shifts and, and we can just tell that something's changing. You know, it's, it's that season for change. And so um, with that, I'd had my, my own ministry, Ruth Hendrickson Ministry, kind of sitting on the back burner, if you will. And, and it was time to pull it forward. And the only way I could do that was to step out of, out of my, my full-time position and everything that that involved. I was full-time staff at a church. I was pa- a pastor at the church. Step out of that so that I could focus on this next season. And so there were a number of things that, that I really had to wrestle through. One was 
who me can I can I really do this you know and and I think that's true wherever we're at when when we step out of something that we've become accustomed to that we're we're comfortable in that we know what we're doing we have a certain sense of security there mm-hmm. that we have to you know okay now I'm going to step into this next one and and so that what that was part of it is just little old me you know I'm going to a different level I'm 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 you know, I'm going deeper with something. I'm, you know, I'm going into a, a you know, a new place. You know, I'm going to have a different place of influence. I'm going to be surrounded by different people. I'm going to be teaching different things. So how do I do that? How do I step into that? So the first fear I had to conquer was me. Mm-hmm. Because, That's good. yeah, why, <laughs> why me? And then in my case, I also had a financial component because I gave up this, this um, steady salary. And, I, and actually, I carried all of our family health insurance also. So that also, and here I am becoming self-employed, and my husband's self-employed also. So, so that was another big thing is, is you know, you, often in transition, there is shaky ground or what can feel like shaky ground. Mm-hmm. As we make that adjustment, because if you think of being on a boat, you know, people talk about that, you know, they get their sea legs and then they go back on land and they have to get their land legs back. And whenever we go through transition, there is that learning to walk yeah, in that good. new territory. And we have to learn to do it with confidence That's really because good. there are things that will try to drag us back to what we knew because that's the comfortable spot. That's the easy, yeah. easier way. Yeah. But yeah. the only way we move forward is to claim new ground, yeah. you know. And, and go for it. So in that first month or two, you know, what were some of the, uh, you know, first steps you took? Because mm-hmm. when you leave a job that you're full-time, probably 60 more hours. Yes. That's really yep. full-time yep. in ministry. And then you're home, and then all of a sudden you're like, what do I do now? What, you know, literally, what do I do now? Did you take any time to reset or recuperate? So we immediately, um, the day after I, I left, my, after my last day, we immediately went out of town. My husband just said, we're going to get you out of here. And so um, we went down to Florida, down to your territory. <laughs> you didn't come see me. Uh, I, I'm from New Jersey, so I just, I don't know, I should be in Florida or someplace warm, Hawaii, mm-hmm. California, you know. Um, but I've been planted in New Jersey, so we took a week and we just went someplace warm to, to kind of separate, to reboot. And that's not very much time. Mm-hmm. But given my husband's an excavation contractor, so since it was July... That, that was really all we could squeeze out. And so walked into that. And then as I came back, I just had to kind of sit back and say, okay, what is needed in this new season? So it became working on a website. I knew that I was going to be teaching some major material on just getting whole emotionally. And that was coming up. I, I had a number of months. I rewrote all that material okay. because I, I, I really wanted to look, okay, I've taught this in the church. I've, you know, I've taught this in, in, in that sphere, but to take this material even deeper and to make it um, available to more people, what do I need to change? So I took a lot of time and rewrote that. Um, I've worked on connections. You know, who do, who, who's in, who do I need to be connected with so that I can learn and that I can grow? Because, again, I'm stepping into new territory. Right. So, so the connections I had in the past, some of them could help, but I also needed people who could help me learn to get my footing. And so it was also connecting with them and spending time with them and saying, how do I do this? How do I grow in this area? I mean, you and I talked some about publishing, yes. you know, even this week, because that's something I, I have a book in process and that's something, you know, how do I find a publisher? How do I step into that? Um, I had to learn. I took some course on media because media, as we're doing right now, is so huge. So I had to learn additional components of that. 
And so it was really a time of exploring and asking questions and also in the midst of that, forcing myself to reset, letting go of my past position, um, you know, knowing that if I tried to hang on to that and move into the future that I could get pulled back. And it's not that there was anything wrong. It, it's just we have to let go. You know, it's like with our kids. You know, Cindy, if you tried to hold your kids back and keep them in your home, yes. they would never become the men and the woman that God called them to be. Right. They, they would never reach that. And, it, and it's that same concept that as we step into the, the next thing, I can have relationships back there and I can have great memories back there. And it doesn't mean that, that everything hard and fast stops, but it has to change. And I can't hang on to the way it was That's if really I'm going to walk into what God has for the future, you know, in, into what, you know, this new season is supposed yeah. to be. So really, you you looked at what your vision was for the mm-hmm. future yeah. and what needed to be adjusted. You uh, took some classes to help shore up. Mm-hmm. You connected with people that can help take, help uh, bridge you over to that next thing. Right. And you actually took some time to reset mm-hmm. and, and refresh yourself. Uh, those are really, those are four great steps that you can do. And, you know, you touched on something, and I want to go there a little deeper because some people may not really understand what is emotional healing. And, and you know, because we all have things, like for me personally, I know that I had some things, one of them that I really worked hard on was people-pleasing because growing up, my family uh, revolved around my dad and what mm-hmm. he wanted. And so I felt like, and me more than my siblings, I think, I felt like my goal in life was to make sure that he was happy and everything I did pleased him. So I spent a lot of time adjusting to what he needed mm-hmm. because that's the way our house worked. It just So I had to really go through a process of realizing that my job in life is not to make sure everyone else is okay. Right. My job in life is to be me. And I went through some emotional healing on that. So, so explain, you know, I can tell you what I went through, but kind of explain what is emotional healing? Sure. So, so here's the thing, whether, you know, emotional healing, um, is really a churchy Mm -hmm. word. Um, and so, so I, I just want to put that out there and, and I want to take it both from, we go and, and we, um, we all accumulate stuff, that baggage through life. So um, I had a severe speech impediment. So um, I know this isn't a politically correct word, but I think this is the 1960s, okay? And, and they wanted to say I was retarded. That was mm-hmm. the word of the 60s, so hear that. Um, so that word, you know, it kind of sinks in. Now, I was a little kid, so I didn't understand. I, it's, it, I use the term knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly. Somewhere this went into the core of my being. Right. It doesn't mean that anyone, you know, some of the things are, are, are come, that come at you are, are like the, you know, the softball being thrown at you, you know, or a hardball and, and they just hit, there's an intentionality behind them. And other things just happen through life. You know, think of how many of us have been teased, teased on a school playground. Yes. Or, or on the school bus, or we've had, you know, I, I have loving parents, but they weren't perfect parents. You know, and I'm a loving parent, but I wasn't a perfect parent, which means I also unintendedly gave my kids some things that hurt. So what happens is those those things that we carry along, they become part of us and they they kind of become they they form how we see life and and how we respond. And so all, I think all of us can look at ourselves and go, oh my gosh, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Well, it comes from, it, it, it 
it transfers back to all those things that have added up and it becomes this perception that we have of life and how we see ourselves and that we respond through. So it actually impacts all areas of our life. It can also impact us physically. So when we're talking about emotional healing, there's also some secular terms for it, but basically it is coming into alignment with who we were created to be. That's good. And getting rid of the labels and the wounds, the hurts, the pain, the things that have been spoken over us that become, again, like that baggage that you're lugging through the airport going, oh, my gosh, I packed way too many clothes, you know. <laughs> um, you know, oh, couldn't I have left my computer home this time, you know. Um, so so just, to, just to be aware that we need to be free from all that stuff that we are carrying and that's emotional healing so that we can walk really in wholeness seeing the world correctly um, talking to people from a place of health not from wounding and also then allows us to really become the person that we were created to be yeah that's really good and you know we do i know your ministry uh does that you do Mm -hmm. emotional healing with people and Mm -hmm. and a lot of other things yeah and we'll talk a little bit about that i know ours does our church does uh the gathering in turpin springs florida uh but the one thing that um we see through part of this process is there are lies that we've believed that we don't even know that's right has happened to us so so like my lie was that if I didn't make everything okay, then something bad was going to happen because that's the way my family uh, culture worked. And once I got rid of that lie, I realized that I don't have responsibility for everyone else. I always say, I'm responsible for what's in my hula hoop. And if you're trying to get in my hula hoop, you don't belong there. So get out, you know, mm-hmm. but I tried to used to squeeze everybody, every problem into my hula hoop. So then what happens? The hula hoop can't move. Right. I can't go forward. And just getting rid of those lies that we believe about ourselves or the, the perception that, that lie we believe about everybody's against us mm-hmm. or whatever it is, just gives us such freedom mm-hmm. to really uh, uncover who we really are. And you know what is interesting, as you said, those lies, we don't we don't know they're there. We've accumulated them over time, yeah. and there can be a a desire almost to blame somebody for those. And that's why I like the language intentionally or unintentionally, knowingly or unknowingly, we receive these. Yes, you know because I I want you guys to hear something. You know, we take responsibility for that when we say, okay, this is what I believe. As opposed to looking for somebody to say, well, I did this wrong or I did that wrong. or It's just like, no, this is what I've come to believe and this doesn't align. Now, speaking from a, a Christian perspective, a follower of Jesus, we want to say what aligns with the word of God. Yes. You know, and, and as we come into alignment with health and wholeness and what, what the truth is, as opposed to those distorted lenses, it changes everything. Because then we are fully equipped to walk into who we're created to be. And when you're, uh, one of my mentors said to me years ago, what makes your heart sing? Mm -hmm. And I love that question because that's a great question for all of us. What makes our heart sing? Mm -hmm. And often what makes our heart sing is something that's impossible to get at carrying all that stuff. And so then the question becomes, what have I come to believe? 
And because I believe this, what do I do? How do I act because I believe that? Which gives you a measurable. Because if I know, you know, like you said, you try to get everyone in your hula hoop. Well, your hula hoop wasn't created to, to have everyone to house in it. everyone, absolutely. No, no. And so as you get healthier in there, and, and you know, a hula hoop that houses everyone, when you have everyone in there with you, you can't move. Mm-hmm. But you watch a kid with a hula hoop that knows how to use it and move with it, it's phenomenal. And you see such joy come forth and such delight. But you can only do that when you're in your sphere of influence where you're supposed to be operating with the mindset that you're supposed to have without all the strings attached from the wounding and the pain and stuff that we've accumulated over the years. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, there's, I I feel like we're in such a season where um, the possibilities are endless. Oh, yeah. And and part of that is getting some of these emotional wounds or uh, lies that you believe cleaned up. I always call it a, it's like a car tune-up where you go get your oil changed, you get your tires rotated. That's what you do with your emotions, your soul. You get, you know, you get a checkup to see, is there anything within me that's holding me back from moving forward? Because we all want to move forward. We all want to live a life that we dream about. Right, exactly. And I believe that we're in that season of possibilities becoming alive and being realized. And and part of that is, is just making sure that your mind, your heart, mm-hmm. and your body is in the best condition it can be. And that's an important point because you just, you just married everything, mm-hmm. you know, because we need to take care of ourselves physically. We need to take care of ourselves emotionally. We need to take care of ourselves spiritually. We, you know, we're, we're created to be this wonderful, awesome, amazing complex, mm-hmm. you know, person with, with so many, you know, you've got your unique personality mm-hmm. in that and, and, and gifting, gifting, incredible giftings yeah. and talents. And, and as all that comes together again, um, Cindy, you're the only one who can do exactly what you're doing right. and nobody else does exactly what you're doing. And I, I'm the only one who can do exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. We can have crossovers, you know, there, there's things that we do that are very similar, but they will never be identical right. because we bring into all our history and who we are and our uniqueness. And that's true for, for everyone who's listening. You bring in all your wonderful uniqueness and, and the beauty that comes with that. And, you know, and, and, the, and you know what, the creativity. You see, that's the other thing. When, when there is creativity that the world desperately needs. And so when we go... And we really um, walk in that freedom and that creativity is released. That really also propels us forward. It, it, becomes, it, it becomes like jet fuel. If, if you want to think of the, um, the shuttle launch, you know, they pour in the jet fuel and then you just see, you know, you see all that, you know, as, as that jet takes off, you see all that come out. Well, the creativity helps propel us forward. So again, when you marry, you're taking care of yourself physically, you have your, your emotionally working through your stuff, you're watching what you believe, you're watching what you take in, that and that and that opens the door for that creativity to come yeah, forth. Absolutely, and that's needed in the world. Oh yeah. my gosh, we need and, people. And I say, you know, whenever someone, I used to say I'm not creative, but what I realized is that everyone is created. 
uh, creative. And and inside of us, no matter what our, our realm of influence is, whether we uh, are an accountant or whether we're a fashion designer, everyone is creative. And we just have to tap into the type of creativity that is within That's us. That's right. And, and I just believe that, you know, really having that wholeness of mind, body, and spirit, it just enables you to release the fullness that you were created to be. Mm-hmm. So tell us, Ruth, before we close, tell us a little bit about how to contact you and maybe some of the things that you offer that would be interested to people listening. Sure. So you can contact me through Facebook, which is Ruth Hendrickson Ministries. Um, that is my that is my public figure page, so you can find me there. You can also find me on my website, so that is just ruthhendrickson.org, and I will spell that for you. So it's R U T H. H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S-O-N dot org. So you can find me there. And especially on the website, there's a store on there. And like I said, my heart is really to equip people to help you to move forward. So you'll find a number of materials on there. Um, you'll, there's a couple messages I, you know, I absolutely love. One talks about earth-shaking mountain movers. And, and that one, David, in, in, the, in the Bible... There's a story of a man named David, and he had three mighty men. And in that one, we're looking at what did these three mighty, they're actually the mightiest of his mighty men. What was it about them that made them so mighty? What was it about them that they were able to go into battle and have victory? And so that's, that's actually one of my favorite teachings. But there's a lot on there. There's also... For those of you who who want to know more about how to pray for others, you know, praying to Jesus and how to do that, there's there's a course on that. We also have a new course that's coming up. It should be released within the next uh, four to six weeks, and that is actually on emotional healing and deliverance, which oh, is what be we've good. been talking about. So that that will be up shortly. But there's there's a lot of other things on there. There's some articles on there that can help. And so I would just encourage you to go on there and just take a look. And to reach me, there is a contact button so you can reach out to me and I'll get that email. And and so I'd be happy to respond. And yeah, and we'll have all her information in the show notes if you're listening. Uh, when you're listening, you can look in the show notes. And uh, as we close, I just want to encourage you to just... Uh, Think about where are you going and is there things holding you back? And if there are, then reach out to Ruth, reach out to myself, mm-hmm. uh, hit my contact form at cindy-stewart.com, and we're glad to help you or direct you to the right connection that you need. So uh, we know that we're the best investment we can make. You yep. are the best investment Absolutely. you can make. And when you invest in yourself, it creates a uh, dynamic shift for everyone around you because they see your change and yep. they want to be a part of that and also experience their own change. So so definitely take a look at the things that you're looking for in the future and, and you want to have transformed for now so you can get there. And I want to tell you about a couple of events coming up. It's going to be so much fun. The first one's in Tampa. It's at the gathering in Tarpon Springs, Florida. And it's it's about being a person of influence. And it's women on the front line, but men are more than welcome. It's with Patricia King, Brandy Belt, and myself. And there's been a little change. I know I've been talking about it, but it's going to be June 14th, which is Thursday. It'll be Thursday night at 7 p.m. Then all day Friday, June 15th, and then Saturday until noon. 
And what's amazing about this is um, we're really going to talk about how to be an influencer and then how to influence uh, the region around you and the sphere that you've been given. So it's going to be great. It's free and it's going to be live streamed too. So, but you have to register. Okay. And then the next one I have, uh, it's also going to be in Tampa, Florida. It's called Invading the Heavens Conference, and it's August 16th through 18th. And like I said, all of this is on my website. There's a couple of other events, so check it out. And if you're interested even for me to come and do an event where you are, let me know. Uh, go to my website and do my contact form. So I just love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Send me your feedback. Let me know, you know, what was the thing that you got out of this? Because I want to hear uh, how you're impacted by these podcasts. And we will talk to you soon. And until that time, take care of yourself and invest in yourself. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it will only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes.